0: hello everybody welcome to popcorn not included i'm matt i'm maggie and we just watched harry potter 3
1: no <laughs> no we didn't we the, watched the, harry potter and the, the prisoner Pris- of azkaban yeah and we're doing something we usually don't do or we haven't even talked about it together at all before podcasting like, i don't even know if we you liked it at all
0: fresh off the movie yeah because you know why not?
1: Yeah. <laughs> so I'm very, very curious.
0: B- I was I was very wrong about very... my about my prediction in this movie. Yeah. Although there kind of were drugs in it.
1: There were not drugs. Yes,
0: that, that you tea, made... the tea leaf lady is totally a stoner. You have look made at a- that woman and tell me she's not she's not into some kind of drugs. She's you can't do it. She's psychic. She's on something. She's on wizard drugs. Whatever wizard drugs are, she is clearly well, she very, high on her own supply. She
1: made a prophecy in this movie that appears to have come true.
0: It, yes, she made a vague prophecy that something bad would happen with Harry Potter. What a no, what a wild it was, prediction! It was
1: more specific than that.
0: Oh, with a dog. No. <laughs> what what prophecy i i honestly don't really remember what she said when
1: harry goes back to give the crystal ball back and she's all weird and her voice is strange i thought she was
0: being like possessed by somebody well
1: she she appears like that and the implication is that she she received like oh no i thought
0: that was like evil possession i didn't take that as like her prophecy giving like yeah she was prophesying well that's creepy don't do drugs kids don't do wizard drugs or normal drugs because then they'll throw you in a, pri- in a prison, in a dark prison. I don't care if prison reform has been a thing. That's mm-hmm. where they put drug abusers and users and, and mm-hmm. peddlers. Are you done? No. <laughs> <laughs> the, this message brought to you by Popcorn Not Included. Half ad- of
1: Popcorn Not Included. And the
0: Ad Council. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right.
0: Um, All right. Uh, anyway, yeah, my 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 very silly, not at all realistic prediction that that Harry and Ron would get sent to prison for for doing some kind of drugs was was not the the prison isn't even in this movie no. And I'll be honest, I'm a little disappointed by that. Mm. I wanted to see like this cool, you know, creepy wizard prison. Um, we did you wanted get to, to see an escape. We did get to see creepy. Uh, prison guards, yes, that were basically just like ring wraiths, but a little bit more um, grim reapery.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. um, they're and, terrifying. And then they have
0: weird stuff going on with their mouths. Yeah, you get like a little glimpse of that, and that's yeah.
1: So they can suck out your soul.
0: Oh, okay.
1: They they like <laughs> you need a mouth you, for that, I guess. But yeah, like that's they feed on your happiness. Yeah, and a Dementor's kiss is when they suck out your soul.
0: Yeah. Okay, I mean there there are real life things like that. Like you know, like taxes.
1: Yeah, well you know. And
0: drugs. Don't do drugs, kids.
1: You wouldn't know.
0: <laughs> um anyway. So uh yeah, we haven't really we haven't talked about overall impressions or anything yet. So um, what'd
1: you think? Uh, yeah,
0: I mean I liked it. Yay! <laughs>
1: This, well, this was my favorite one for a long time.
0: Yeah. A lot um, of people really seem to think in terms of the movies, not necessarily right. the books, but in terms of the movies, this is a, a, a high watermark. Yeah. If not their favorite or the best one. Um, and like from a filmmaking standpoint, um, I knew that this, this was a director change um, and a little bit of a, a shift in the visual style and the tone and that kind of stuff. And, you know, you could really tell. Um, Mm -hmm. I kind of wish I didn't know that going in so I could just not necessarily look for that but see how much it hit me anyway because I I expect the movies to change over time as the actors the characters get older um, and the stories start maturing with a handoff from one director to another the the style also takes a more radical shift Mm
1: -hmm. Chris Columbus is still a producer of this movie yeah so he's not gone but but there's there's there are significant differences between these and the first two
0: yeah this is Alfonso Cuaron who has done more more recently things like gravity um I believe he did
1: he did the weird shape of water movie didn't he
0: no oh okay
1: that's (laughs) thank goodness for that no
0: that was uh now I'm thinking yeah if Guillermo del Toro had done a Harry Potter movie that would have been interesting Mm. I mean he did he's he's done fantasy horror stuff uh you know he did Pan's Labyrinth which is kind of an adult um fantasy story with with kids in it and it's like you know people really like that movie Mm. um it's it's an interesting movie I think it's I think it's good um but yeah, that that's not no Alfonso Cuaron. Um, of course, most recently he did Roma, which mm. got a lot of Oscar buzz. It's on Netflix. We'll probably watch it at some point.
1: Yeah, I'd like um, to see it.
0: And uh, Children of Men is another of his. I've heard of that. I've yeah, not, not um, seen it, it. It gets a lot of a lot of positive buzz uh, from people from film nerds. There was a lot of like fluid camera movement in this movie, a lot more so than in, I think the previous movies, which. Actually, the, the the previous two surprised me, like, how well done they were. Hmm. I, I kind of thought that this series was a little bit more bumpy and uneven in terms of the films. I thought that I I hadn't seen these, but I I saw the Chronicles of Narnia movies when they came out. And those, those are the, you know, children's fantasy books that I grew up reading. And therefore, I saw those movies. And those movies are... They're not, like, poorly made, but in some ways, they're poorly made. Um, and I always
1: thought they were fine. I only saw the first two. I never saw Don Treder.
0: I never saw John Treader either, actually. But, um, I, yeah, there, there's a, the, I don't know. There's a class to, to the, the Harry Potter movies that I think those ones didn't have. Um, and a lot of other children's lit movies are striving for, and they don't, they don't quite measure up to. Um, so, uh, I was impressed with the first two, but yeah, this one I think is, you can tell there's a more artful filmmaker a little bit behind it, I think. Mm-hmm. And and also trying to push it into a little bit more of a, a dark fantasy direction, I think. Um, and you have those elements in the movies, the Dementors. So yeah, I've no, I didn't know what the Dementors thing was. And a, as a person who has mostly known Harry Potter references by um, general cultural reference points, um, I was like, oh, Dementors. And of course, I immediately thought of Prison, Mike, Michael Scott's bit from The Office.
1: (laughs) The worst part about prison.
0: (laughs) The worst part. The worst part about that was the Dementors flying around (laughs) with nothing but gruel.
1: Yeah, the gruel is not not a Harry Potter reference, but that's uh, that's just a yeah, yeah. That's that's what he's talking about. They're horrifying.
0: Yeah, but they're actually prison guards. So it's like, oh, okay. He wasn't just randomly bringing in some. Thing from Harry Potter. No, it like, makes sense. No, it makes it makes sense. But, you know, for the first part of the movie with the Dementors, I, I just was thinking about Prison Mike. <laughs> so. it's fair. There you go. This, this is one <laughs> of those things. Scott
1: taints everything. Yeah,
0: yeah. One of the, the things about... Yeah, by the way, if you're just joining us on this series, I've never seen these movies before. I've never read the books. I'm coming to this for the first time. And Maggie uh, grew up with this. So. That's that's why we're doing this Mm -hmm. recording this the reactions to the series for me the first time and and her um, rewatching them again. So Mm -hmm. there you go. Of course, I'd heard of I've heard the name Sirius Black before. I didn't really know who that was or what that was. I didn't know. You know, last time I think we covered you asked if uh, I knew the prisoner of Azkaban was and I I didn't.
1: Mm -hmm. Have you heard of uh, Lupin before?
0: I've probably heard the name. It's probably one of those things where people, Harry Potter fans, have, like, talked about stuff around me and i have probably heard a lot right, of names t- and this and that, and you just kind of tune it out because, like, what? I don't,
1: yeah, I don't you, know. Yeah, but, you like, you did not know he, who he was. You did not know he was a werewolf no.
0: coming in. No, I didn't. So,
1: yeah. A lot of those things are, it's, it's so much fun watching it with you. Um, and, like, where I, they, they definitely drop a bunch of clues and where you can totally figure it out. Um, but it's just fun where I'm like, oh, I wonder if he caught it or not and things like that.
0: Yeah, I, I would say this one seemed uh, more clever about planting clues and hints about things than the last one where I felt like the, the twists in the last one just kind of came out of left field a little bit more. Mm. Um, and this one, you know, there's some stuff that's going that, that there there's some stuff that's up. Um, you know, like they repeatedly make this subtle mention of like Hermione's in two classes mm-hmm. at the same time. What? Uh, huh? Yeah, where would
1: you get in here? Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, and and you don't really have a great way of putting that together. But
1: nor does it seem particularly important. They just oh keep no, mentioning it, it seemed
0: like a thing that would that would be addressed at some point. But whether it was a like a fun just mm-hmm. wizardy right. thing that would that would be oh or or it, it you know a more significant plot point which it is I didn't know um and then you sort of forget about it
1: yeah yeah totally
0: cuz once again you know these first 3 at least and and I expect this continues um they're structured as mysteries I mean I mean essentially maybe the, the first one's got so much work to do in terms of introduction of everything right, it's right. a little less that way but certainly a chamber of secrets is constructed that way mm-hmm. um What's the mystery of that? What What's going on there? You know, you you know that something... And I will say if my... One of my slight disappointments is that this, in broad strokes, is kind of similar to the last one. Really? Uh, yeah. How is
1: it similar to the last one?
0: Um, it just in... The last one, you know, you have um, house elf guy... Dobby. Dobby show up and be like, no, it's, it's going to be dangerous. Harry Potter, don't go to school. Just, yeah, just, but I mean this and, one isn't even
1: about Voldemort.
0: Yeah, no, but I mean this is another like oh you're th- this guy's out to kill you, Harry Potter. Don't be careful, watch mm-hmm. it out over your shoulder, you know, and them trying to figure out you know what's going on and uh so I don't know, in broad strokes they're they're kind of similar, but yes, it's less directly related to Voldemort than the last one and I'm I'm like glad that he didn't show up in some form mm-hmm. in the final act this time because that would just be a little bit too yeah
1: at, at this point same-y. in the series we needed a break from the 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 first two are very similar in structure and this one is is i think very different in its structure uh Voldemort yep. doesn't show up whereas the last one you pointed out was more harry and ron this one is more harry and hermione um mm-hmm. We're introduced to a lot um, – we're, we're introduced to more characters in this movie, some more parts about Magic World and the the area Hogwarts is in. Yeah. More about his parents' backstory. Uh, so I, I I really love this movie.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think on the whole this is better than the last one, and which I thought was better than the first one. So cool. uh, I, w- I would say, um, you know, from the, the – um, filmmaking standpoint I think it, it's a it's a, uh, a, a definitely a step up from a storytelling standpoint I think it's uh, uh, also a step up
1: there are a lot of scenes in this movie that they little short scenes that aren't in the book that are in this movie that I like yeah. that I actually think are really good the, that's the, interesting the plot in broad strokes is the same um, but just little scenes like
0: Hermione punching.
1: Hermione punching Draco. Draco. <laughs> the bo- Harry in the textbook in was... the hotel room. That's not in the in the book. Oh, interesting. Like you know that the book that does um, seem like
0: a more a scene that would work better, you know, visually in a, in a movie.
1: Right. Like you you know that the book thrashes about and you have to stroke the spine, hmm. but um, there's no scene like that. Um, what else? There are a couple. Um, the one uh, like. You know Harry's in bed reading the map, and Ron has the nightmare uh, about the <laughs> tap dancing spiders. Um, and then there's one where like the boys when right when they get to Hogwarts are eating candies that make them like monkeys and lions and oh, things yeah. like that. Little little moments like that are kind of scattered in this movie. Mm-hmm. That just add some nice touches to it. Nice that, flavor, yeah. That aren't in the first of course, two.
0: You get you get lots of you know visual interest all over the place with you know the moving portraits the ghosts Mm -hmm. the um you know the set design and all that and all that stuff is a lot of fun
1: yeah this movie takes place a lot more outside which i like hmm. um like the castle is definitely in it but i think in the first one especially the first the the first two the the castle itself is kind of a character and -hmm. they're learning about the quirks of the castle and this one um it's they're certainly in the castle for portions of it but there's a lot that's outside and i like that i like the the landscape shots and i love that scene where he's riding buckbeak it's just pretty
0: mm-hmm. there's a scene of him and lupin on this bridge mm-hmm. thing that's outside and that that that's a very like pretty scene as well it, it kind of reminded me of like uh rivendell uh, yeah from uh, i think Lord those the
1: Rings. scenes with him and lupin take place in his office all in the book Mm-hmm. Um, there are a couple of those scenes where he's talking to Lupin.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's definitely a filmmaker's choice to like, let's, let's vary. Yeah. The, totally. Uh, the, the, the Good s- choice. <laughs> scenes. Yeah. Let's vary the backdrops here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, and that, that relationship is interesting. Yeah. Uh, of course we continue the tradition of the revolving door of that office, yep. the defense against the dark arts teacher. Yep. Well, will, will, ev- will the position ever be filled for more than one year in a row? Don't answer that. I will find out. But at this point, it seems like a running joke. Um, <laughs> so so we'll see. Did Hagrid get fired? I'm unclear about whether he got fired or not. No. Okay. They just wanted to kill his pet. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Poor poor Hagrid, the, the animal lover. <laughs> yep. Lo- loving all of the dangerous animals <laughs> and giant spiders and whatever else.
1: He's a hippogriff
0: okay a hippogriff yeah that's not a real thing
1: well, well no
0: but <laughs> well a lot of these things are well, yes you know what i say that it may actually be from something else i
1: had not heard of it from anything else. i haven't either i think he's he's part eagle part horse um part griffin what
0: griffin what's a griffin wait do, are you serious you yeah? don't know what a griffin is no oh yeah yeah uh what? Griffin is a myth, myth, mythological creature that's kind of like visually very similar. It's like, is like a Pegasus. No, it's like centaur. There are a lot of half horses uh, in like mythical land. It's a creature with the body tail and back legs of a lion, the head and wings of an Eagle.
1: So, uh, well, so. I mean, so yeah, he has the head and wings of an Eagle, but, yeah. the, but the body of a horse, not a lion.
0: Yeah. That's like a slight change. Sure. Um. But, but you know, Griff the griffin is partially in the name there. Hippogriff. Hippogriff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that's
1: I see. I gotta see. Got to be
0: where she got it from at least in in part.
1: Got to be relevant. Yes. Hagrid yeah. Hagrid is adorable and endearing and they continue to find more ways to make Hagrid yet more adorable and endearing.
0: Um I'm trying, you know, like a lot of the the creatures and and various concepts that are in use here are are you know adapted from other mythologies and things like that you know like and even you asked how i knew sirius was a dog before that was slightly before that was revealed Mm. it's like well sirius the constellation is a dog yeah um so there
1: There are a couple nods like that she uses a lot of latin Um,
0: yeah 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 and the 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 spells and stuff are latin Mm -hmm. at least some of them yeah yeah
1: so what'd you think of the night bus at the beginning that's it's a it's a much different beginning
0: yeah, they did. They they got through the the horrible family um, stuff a little quicker, which yeah, he blows know, up
1: Marge and then
0: leaves. <laughs> Large Marge. Um, it, it. Who deserved it? it who deserved it? <laughs> um, yeah, and since there wasn't much of a variation on that, or any like change or growth on the part of of those characters, I'm fine with that. You yep. know just yep, blow through it. The Night Bus just seemed like one of those. Here's a strange fun, odd concept for Harry to be introduced to mm-hmm. and find as strange and odd as the audience does. Um, so, you know, that was fine. I wasn't sure what the deal was with the, like Jamaican, uh, shrunken head, uh, yeah, in he's the just there. front of the bus. It's just, uh, mm-hmm. is, is that what the, those are? Mm-hmm. Those shrunken heads? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a little bizarre, yep. but okay. <laughs> Yeah, I think
1: the night bus is supposed to be maybe a little uh, like off-putting in a way.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, sure. Or like
1: more mature than for a 13-year-old boy.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. You ride the yeah. night bus the first time you're by yourself. They'll mm-hmm. they they they'll take you to Nocturne Alley or whatever. That, was the, that yeah. was the next stop. That was the next stop. Don't get off. Too late. You don't want to go there. Hagrid might not show up in the nick of time I don't, again.
1: I don't think it makes stops like it doesn't have a route it will come pick you up and take you where you are going Mm
0: -hmm. because magic yeah yeah Mm -hmm. boy uh draco seems like a complete pushover in this movie how so like he he just he like in the previous two it seemed like he had a little bit of a leg up because you know harry was really new to all the wizarding stuff um and You know, and then second one, you find out, oh, he's well connected and his Mm -hmm. father's this rich, powerful person and they're super racists. Um, And in this movie, it just seemed like he was total punk. Like he he didn't have anything to back up what he was saying at any point in the movie. And
1: yeah, I mean, he was still like his his dad still (laughs) almost got Buckbeak
0: killed. Um, Sure. But but like he himself uh... was never like there's that scene where they duel in Chamber of Secrets mm-hmm. and, and you're like, Oh, this could, you know, this could go badly. Um, and in this movie it, it was just like you point your wand at him and he's like, ah, don't, don't hurt me. <laughs> and he also lost his terrible, terrible haircut.
1: Yes. There um, it's, it's amazing how much older like puberty hit <coughs> between the, the second and third movies mm-hmm. where they all look a lot different in this yeah. one. When,
0: when was this, when did this movie come out? Yeah. I will, I will look it up. 2004,
1: three, some, maybe. It I guess it came
0: out in 2004. Okay,
1: I was right the first time. Yeah. Uh mm-hmm. how How big is the gap between? So two
0: two years. Yeah. 2002 is Chamber of Secrets. This was 2004. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, a, a bigger gap than the from the first two, but that kind of makes sense. They had to replace their um Dumbledore yes uh, unfortunately yes so yeah I I don't
1: think Michael Gambon does a bad job in this movie um some of the later movies I I don't care for his performance as much Mm. um but this one I think is fine I it's just a shame like I I think the other guy was better
0: (laughs) the other guy whose name we don't remember but yes yeah um yeah I think that other guy was was really good he's fine here mm mm-hmm I
1: really like the very end where they say, we did it. It worked. Did what? Did what? He does any, the, the delivery of that's really good. Uh huh.
0: Yeah. So it's, it's still recognizably, you know, the same character with the,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: like I am authority, but also I understand you and have, I don't like, yeah. He's He's
1: quirky and he's, uh, you know, he, he sees the kids and cares about them and is for them in a, a just a really charming way.
0: There's not a whole lot of, uh, of some of the other characters in this movie. I think you, you promised me more Snape and I think there was about as much Snape in this movie as there was in the previous one. Um, uh,
1: I, I guess I was thinking of the ending.
0: Snape also, <laughs> well, he's, he's in the ending, but he's not there. He's, he like shows up and then Harry's like, boom, and and then yeah. he shows back up, and the werewolf is like Roar! and then he's down, and that's it. That's all of the series, or not? Seri- it's all of Snape you get at the ending. Eh. So he, yeah, I don't. I think, they
1: aren't in potions class at all in this movie. Yeah,
0: yeah. Although he comes and takes over the uh, the defense against the dark arts class, which that scene was pretty great.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He is such a. It's the, uh, the he is such a stiff.
1: It's the turn to page 394.
0: Turn to page three I can't do I wish I could do an it's Alan a impression. That would be great. I'm Yes. <laughs> but yes, him and his dour look and his gross, gross hair. I'm
1: trying to remember if there's more of him in the next one or not. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, I think in this movie or, or kind of throughout the series, there are, are some characters that are consistently in it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Some get more, featured more in other movies. Um, and some are kind of in one movie and then not at all, but, um, yeah. I think they do the ensemble pretty
0: well throughout the series. Sure. Sure. Um, yeah. And this one did a better job with all three of them. Although I, I, you know, I'm surprised to the extent that, it, you know, even though his name's on the, you know, his name's on the cover, uh, these movies really are Harry Potter's show. Yes. Because I, I thought they would be a little bit more spread amongst the, mm. the three main characters. Um, But that's fine. I think he has like a compelling, you know, backstory to work through and Mm -hmm. um, the dynamic of him meeting various adults who are and the complexities of their relationship with the previous generation of people Mm -hmm. and with you know his family and stuff like it's it's an, th- th- there continue to be interesting dynamics there and so yeah we get to Sirius black <sighs> let's talk about the um i'm try- is, is there anything you want to talk about before we talk about the ending because i feel like there's a lot of you know individual scenes of interest throughout the movie but the ending is where like the plot really just
1: yeah well All and the ending
0: is like comes out.
1: a third of the movie because they do it twice <laughs> yeah um i was gonna mention when you're talking about harry and the adult relationships this mm-hmm. is with with both the introduction of sirius and lupin there's a, a father figureness there for harry that's really sweet to see um because he had yeah there's there's some paternal stuff with hagrid but it's a little more friendly than that I think anyway. Yes.
0: He's like the uncle who, if he had to take care of the kids, he wouldn't know what to do. Yes, very much. so. He's always like realizing that he's led them into a situation that would get them in trouble (laughs) and saying like, "Um, sneak out the back door, please. I, I, um, uh, right.
1: Um, and Dumbledore is, you know, more a a grandparent, if anything, um, but this, we, we really see some paternal instincts, mm-hmm. especially from Sirius. And uh, Lupin kind of has this, this cute uncle vibe with continuing to give him chocolate. Um, eat this, a I help. was
0: I was thinking at some point that it would be revealed to not be strictly chocolate.
1: No, yeah, it's chocolate. It's like
0: some kind of wizard chocolate or drugs.
1: No, it's chocolate. <laughs> Lupin's just convinced that chocolate's Hershey's, help.
0: it really helps your magic.
1: Listen, he's not wrong. Um will feel chocolate, better. The
0: chocolate is magic. You'll Cho- feel better after is, you eat it. Yeah, chocolate is magic for for Muggles in too. small
1: quantities. Yeah, for sure. Um, but so I think it's it's sweet to see, you know, Harry and and how he just kind of latches on to them and and the, the sweetness of the beginning of that relationship. I I like.
0: Yeah, I, I like that stuff.
1: I think something else I like is I, I think. Maybe my first time through, I wasn't really expecting to hear more about Voldemort killing Harry's parents. It was just like, oh yeah, he, he killed his parents. Um, mm-hmm. and I didn't expect to know, ever know more about that or the dynamics there or why or who was involved or anything like that. Um, so then when this, when I watched this movie, cause I, I think this was the last movie I watched. Before I read the books, like every other uh-huh. movie after this, I had read the book prior to seeing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but these first three, I saw the movie first. Um, and this one, I was like, "Oh wow!" Like we're gonna, they're gonna go back and explore those relationships and some of the circumstances around there. And it's still very vague. There's still a lot we don't know at this point. Yeah. Um, but introducing, like, no, they were betrayed. Um, some like Voldemort, <laughs> like some like a close friend told Voldemort where they were um, and that resulted in their deaths. I, I, opening that door to hearing more about that night and, and the circumstances I think is cool and was cool for me the first time I saw it. Did you feel like that
0: or not really? Did I feel like what?
1: Were, were you expecting to hear more about the circumstances around his parents' deaths? Yeah. Okay.
0: Not necessarily in this movie, but I, I know there's like more stuff there because it's, it's not very clear to me. Here's the story as I understand it at this point. Okay. They were all in wizard school together, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Voldemort went bad and evil and decided he was going to be wizard Hitler.
1: Well, Voldemort's much older than Harry's parents, right?
0: okay. We'll see. Um, I I don't...
1: I don't know if that's uh, super clear at this point. uh, I guess
0: that is because um, he he was there 50 years ago Right from the last one yeah but um all of the other characters are about harry's parents age mm-hmm. the the present set of teachers except for the ones who are obviously old right. uh older and like the you know Lupin and Sirius and uh Peter Pettigrew are all like and snape and yeah snape and they all obviously knew each other and so some of them followed wizard hitler and some of them opposed Mm -hmm. and i guess there was i don't know how big the conflict was at this point i don't know like what the nature of that was and uh what conflict the conflict between the voldemort people and the the not. Oh, okay, sure. I, like, I don't, I, I don't know. Like, this is not clear to me for, from the information that I have from these. Three yeah, at, th- at this
1: point, we know that Voldemort was bad. Um,
0: no, I'm trying to explain though, like what what I know based on.
1: Well, right, and so I'm saying that that makes sense. Of we don't really know what what Voldemort's motivations were, or who was on his side uh, and why. Know,
0: like his motivation, as far as I know, his motivation is wizard racism. Which, okay, granted, I think that's that's beyond the movies that I that I happen to know that he's like wants to destroy all the muggles or something Mm -hmm. Um, that they have not said anything like that, although they have gotten to
1: it a couple times. They have gotten
0: into the wizard racism. Um, Mm -hmm.
1: Well, and again, in this movie with with Lupin being a werewolf and how he has to resign knowing that uh, that was more
0: subtle, though.
1: It is, but uh, it's another was, yeah.
0: another layer to it. Because the la- the last one just felt really weird mm-hmm. watching it nowadays. Um, and this movie, when yeah, at the end when Lupin goes away and says like, "Oh, he's kind of used to being, you know, shipped off to different places and stuff." Yeah. Like oh, I get I get the kind of you know the illusion that that is,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and that was nicely like subdued um, and and you're already endeared to that character. So you're not made to tr- like, they're not trying to get you to feel really bad for the character without having sort of, you know, done the work. Right. Um, yeah. So let's, let's talk about the, the ending, which is a large portion of the plot anyway. <laughs> it is. And I was like, when the ending seemed to happen, I was Surprised because it felt a little too early, and sure enough, it was. Mm-hmm. Um, so they did it, it was ending so nice. They did it twice. Yep. Um. Yeah i I hate time travel. Yeah. Just in general, um, I think time travel is a really uh, you're playing with fire as a as a storyteller when you introduce time travel into your universe because uh, yes, all of the
1: jokes are. The first movie, Dumbledore tells Harry that no spell can reawaken the dead and then say, except for the time turner, and we'll use that to save Buckbeak.
0: But he doesn't die.
1: Well, right, but, you know, he, he uses the time turner to prevent Buckbeak's death.
0: Yes, but that's different than reversing it. Right, but those those are the jokes. But, but of- also, the logic of them doing that, bef- you know, the logic doesn't make any sense. It's a... I don't remember what you call it. I think it's a closed time loop. There are different descriptions yeah. of how time stuff works in, in fiction. And uh, the logic of them is all, you know... It, anyway, I, I don't, like... I won't, you know, just check out of a of a story when they use time travel, but... You know, I know it, but it you're, you're, irks you. You're playing with fire. I, I enjoyed it in this movie. Like it was. It oh, was, did you? Yeah, it was fun. Um, like in as much as all the magic is just, you know, complete nonsense that serves the plot when the plot needs it to happen. Yeah. Um, it's it was it's better than the uh, the resolutions to the previous two movies, which felt, um, either, kind of lame and half baked or, um, just like incidental
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know and, and the last one i complained how did harry know to do half the stuff that he did uh the first one he's just kind of stumbling through things uh, so you know in this one you know it's a little confusing but they're they're being proactive right uh, and they're uh, um solving problems and uh and that, that's cool um and and hermione gets to to do some stuff. And it, it works for her character to, to do that. Mm-hmm. Um.
1: Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I The first few times I watched this movie, it, it was my favorite for a long time. And then I think um, as the series came to a close, I got more annoyed about the introduction of the time stuff in this movie <laughs> because you're kind of constantly thinking like, oh, well, Why they could just they time turner out of this. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so it's... um. I don't like because of that very reason that it it does feel like it a convenience that you know isn't
0: exploited much more. You're like, well, you could have just they they needed to put some sort of limit on it right right away.
1: Yeah, I mean, Dumbledore says you know and is very stern with Hermione. You know the laws, so it's very clear that there are laws around this. And Hermione's very stern with Harry about you can't be seen. You'll go mad if you see yourself. Um, but that's not true. Well, he, you know, at that point he didn't know about time travel. So if, like, he had revealed himself to his prior self, it it would have been bad. But so they they do kind of try and say, um, you know, there there are laws guarding it. And like you said, they yeah. didn't they didn't reverse any deaths or anything.
0: Just go back in time to when they wrote the laws and make them not write the laws. Well,
1: right. <laughs> so it's it is of it's a. Uh,
0: See you, you, these are my problems with time travel but you know right right
1: which, i i i too wish that it it like i like it i like the way that they did it in this movie yeah it's neat um but yes it does within create the, a headache that is annoying
0: within the yes within the limited confines of this movie and this plot it's cool mm-hmm. but yes i could see it being frustrating if it never comes up again and it seems like it could be a good solution but I understand why they wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. I know it does come up in Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, which is why. He does it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is why. I knew, Yeah, they use the time turner to prevent somebody's death. Mm. Some random character. I, I'm sure you would know the name. I just can't remember the name. I mean, I
1: haven't read Cursed Child. I don't know anything about it.
0: Yeah. But, but, but no, it's a but, character from before. It's a character from, from the Harry Potter series. I see. They go, because they go back in time. It's right. about Harry Potter's kid and well, all their kids, mm-hmm. and then they go back in time to when Harry Potter and all were oh, in Hogwarts, and they prevent the death of one of the students that doesn't seem to be very important. I don't know. Does
1: that character like die? And they're trying to undo it. You know. I, I want to look up what that was. <laughs>
0: you should. You should look this up. I'll do but it later. yes, people don't like Harry Potter and the Chris child. Um, yeah.
1: For for the record of this podcast, I don't consider anything after <laughs> Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows movies or books as canon.
0: Somebody stop J.K. Rowling. <laughs> I
1: I I was like that from the very beginning. I was I remember when I got the seventh book. I was very sad that that was the end. But I was. But it was the it end. was the end, and I. There were some people who were like, "Oh, I, I hope she. I hope she. There's, there's more material where she could go and branch off other directions with this." And I very much did not want her to do what that. What
0: about wizards in America?
1: Um, it <laughs> just it felt finished to me and closed. And to me, I felt like um, she needed to to let it go and to kind of give it over to the audience and let let the audience take it. Mm. Um. And it, it frustrated me that she that she wrote more, um, and, and now there and are these tw- bad movies and, and, then and
0: randomly tweeted things and back. And, yeah, and like
1: returns. that <laughs> that stuff. I never. I always took a suggestion because it's like listen, for. I've I've always had the kind of book ideology of that after a book is published, the story belongs to those who read it and not the author anymore. Because Death I I see those characters in my head. As different, like like physically, they probably look different in my head than they did in the author's head, and various things like that. So, in when you read a story, um, it becomes like a living thing for you, and that's a different living thing than what it was for the author. And that's really cool that transaction that happens. And I think that authors need to be aware of that and respect that and celebrate that. And so, no, I don't need you, if you, if you didn't think it was important enough to include it in the book, in the story, in the canon, let me decide what I think happened to the characters after the end of the book, please and thank you. That's,
0: that's, All right. that's, that's the our, end. that's our literary sidebar. Yes, Thank you. For the- <laughs> it's our one and only time popcorn not included will also be a literature podcast Yes, sorry oh, i know
1: we're supposed to be talking about the films yeah. but I, I just wanted Where to insert, there is a
0: definite definition of I, what characters look like
1: well right but I've, i so i'm all that to say is i don't count Chris child as real
0: oh no i i know you don't but but, uh, I, I wasn't but that's sure why i did. i'd heard about time turners mm, from, i see from, from from that um yeah but the the part about the ending that really confused me was the was the sudden kind of shifting about character motivations and realizations and stuff like that It happens
1: very quickly. It happens very
0: quickly. It reminds me of, um, I shouldn't say what it reminds me of because it would be a spoiler for another movie that Mm -hmm. I wouldn't want to spoil, which we may or may not review at some point on this podcast. Um, and, uh, because, okay. Yeah. I kind of faintly knew that Sirius Black was a character and I, and I kind of thought that he wasn't a bad guy from the way that people talked, but I could not remember anything specific. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was still a little bit of a twist for me that, okay, he's not actually trying to murder Harry. Um, cause they show up and you know, the twist, there's a twist. Oh, he and Lupin are, are sort of working together. Oh my gosh. Dun, dun, dun. Harry's been betrayed by the guy he thought he could trust. Mm-hmm. Oh wait! They were and and because they're talking about killing somebody, and you're like, "Wow, oh no!" Uh, and then it turns out to, that the rat is a person, and that the professor is a werewolf, and that the the serious is a is a shapeshifter dog guy. Animagus. Sure, yeah. that thing, and th- that he's not actually bad, and he didn't betray. There's just. Twist, it's a lot zzz, boom boom, a boom, lot. boom 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 all in like the space of a minute and, and your head I is just kind of spinning
1: i think i rewinded it actually the first time <laughs> i saw it and watched it again
0: um so you, so i think i've you know mostly sorted this out okay um cuz we did you know we came right to the podcast basically from from finishing the movie but mm-hmm. um but i still have questions all right and i don't know Shoot. if they should have been answered by this movie or if they're answered later.
1: I'll tell you if they're if, right. to wait, if you need to wait.
0: Right. But I, so I assume that Peter Pettigrew framed Sirius Black.
1: Right. The, he cut off his finger. He so cut that, off Sirius's finger. No, no, his own finger. His own finger So finger. that when he transformed into a rat, people would think Sirius killed him and all that was left was a
0: finger. That's, um, okay. That's highly circumstantial, but all right. Yeah. Uh okay I, I would have thought that he would have you know transformed back into a human in order to plant certain rumors and suspicions and things like that. I, I don't know how someone gets convicted of murder on basically no evidence or only circumstantial evidence. I can only conclude that the the, the courts of wizards are are kangaroo indeed. <laughs> they don't seem to have a very good justice system or or prison system. <laughs> Well he, he was the first one to ever escape.
1: Or you just mean that it was torture. Yeah. They torture their prisoners. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. hmm Yep. They have soul sucking demons yep. around their yep. their prison.
1: Yeah. And um, also they
0: sent Hagrid there on in the last movie on like the, the thinnest of evidence. Sure. Um, so the wizards don't seem like they their their laws are not based on, on like Western tradition.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um you you are introduced to Peter Pettigrew in this movie. Um, I would certainly say that that the impression you get is that he is isn't um, like particularly cunning. Um,
0: yeah. So it's Timothy Spall, so he doesn't typically play cunning characters,
1: right? Um, you just get the sense that he is a very frightened and um, bad guy
0: yeah 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 and i mean i you know so everything they said about sirius is true of him instead which is presumably this is this is my reading of what the film said mm-hmm. um and that he's the one that betrayed um james and Lily. yes yeah. the potters and he's the one who was like the the voldemort lackey essentially and was was working in some fashion to bring back voldemort
1: we know at this point that he told Voldemort where James and Lily were staying, and yeah. in order that Voldemort, uh, w- with the knowledge that Voldemort would kill them, right? Yeah,
0: yes. But but anyway, uh, it just it, the the details of it seem a little bit uh, a little thin. Like okay, I I I have a hard time swallowing that that Sirius would be convicted on murder charges by that evidence. But, you know, maybe there's more told there. I don't Magical
1: know. deaths are you know, can be different, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I, I had never really thought about that.
0: Yeah. It, it just seems to me like you know, that. Mm, yeah. Um, and I don't know why he's, I know he he alludes to his life being complicated for a while at the end of the movie. Like he's still got to clear his name somehow. But I don't know how you do that when they basically convicted you wrongly on almost no evidence. And I, I guess he's going to go um, try and find, you know, the real culprit, presumably. It, don't, don't, you know, don't answer if this is, I,
1: well, I'm, I'm sure some sh- of this
0: comes up again, but, um, it, it, yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm These just, things that was not my read, I think, when I when I first saw it. Okay. Because um, they allude to... um. You know, with with Peter Pettigrew getting away, there's no proof that Sirius didn't do it, right? So he's on the run at the end of this movie.
0: Sure, but but and that's all we know. Yeah, he could go try and find him.
1: Yeah, yeah, he could.
0: Um. Anyway, I mean, Harry says it at the end of the movie to Lupin, like, "Oh, I didn't accomplish anything." Mm -hmm. Um. But no, you you learned the truth. Um. And, and I, I think that's fine. Yeah. You you know, uh, it's just some of those details bother me a little bit, Hmm. uh, which, which seems to be the case with the endings of all these movies, but it's this, this one's different. It wasn't the like procedure of, of how the fight was won. Essentially it was the, uh, the details of kind of the backstory and stuff. Hmm. Uh, So
1: that's interesting.
0: Yeah. And then Lupin, I didn't quite understand his relationship to Sirius, other than, you know, because they, like, are recognize each other as friends and, like, I guess, co- co-conspirators at first. And when you're supposed to think, oh, man, he betrayed Harry. and uh, um, And I don't really understand... Like what he did he help Sirius escape? Did he co- what was the extent of no. his coordination? So and, Lupin and if says, I'm not supposed to know, No,
1: no, Lupin says it's it's just so fast. Um, okay. that at first he he also believed that Sirius betrayed the Potters, um and that Sirius escaped in order to kill Harry. Um, Lupin believed that coming into this this movie Um, but but when Harry pointed out that he saw Peter on the map Lupin knowing that the map could not lie he pieced together um no like Peter has to be alive Sirius must be innocent if he didn't kill him
0: yeah that's just it's a it's a big assumption that you've made for like a long period of time to reverse in such a short period of time
1: um anyway. yeah but so so he greets him as a friend. I I don't think that Lupin was was the one to let um Sirius into the castle. I think he was just a dog and was able to to slip past. Um you
0: know. You would think that like a bunch of magical beings would would maybe treat in, an animal with more suspicion <laughs> when the, yeah. like hey, castle's on lockdown. We got a murderer on the loose. Oh, and we we also are actively teaching our students about people who can transform into animals. Yeah,
1: McGonagall is. We we see in the very first movie. She she's an anime. I guess she can turn into a cat.
0: Oh yeah, yeah.
1: Um, It's it's. I don't know how normal it is, but letting a dog in
0: is just like you guys are. You guys are just stupid. Yeah,
1: we don't know the particulars (laughs) of how Sirius got in. I don't think it was Lupin to help him. Maybe I I don't care about
0: that detail particularly uh just you know the motivations and, and right. stuff like
1: that so then once lupin puts it together that um pedigree is alive and Sirius is innocent then yes they they embrace as old friends um and lupin is he is vengeful too cuz James and Lily were his close friends as well
0: right right i got that part yeah yeah man but i i'm just like hung up now in this point of like Hogwarts is, like, the least secure place. (laughs) This is two movies. It
1: is comical. With,
0: like, really high threat levels of, like, oh, the students have been threatened. Lock down the castle. And then there's this whole, like, sequence of them locking the door with this elaborate lock system. Mm -hmm. And then just a couple scenes later, they're like, no, we're still just going to go wander over to this other village here. Because who would attack in the daytime? it's is fine it's just like i'm very confused about how seriously you take threats here and then you have hagrid off being like hey come come meet this very vicious wild animal uh-huh. yeah uh-huh. so i get it it's a wizard wit- and witch school uh, yes you have you have valid <laughs> concerns <laughs> yes i'm not i'm not you know um what's his name Lu- lucius lucian Lu- lucius lucius yeah is it lucius
1: some people call him Lucius. Some people call him Lucius. That's the name. Lucius to me is, L-U-C-I-U-S. Uh, is
0: Prozone. And, and and Lucius Fox. Oh. <laughs> so, whatever. I'm not, I'm not like, close the school, and only p- pure, br- pure, bl-. but I would be, if people I were call, on like yeah. the board, I'd be like, we've got some, uh, we got some things to talk about here. Um,
1: yeah, I mean no. Some, like Hogwarts is gonna, not a safe place. It's we're gonna true.
0: we're gonna build a new school um, that's not full of like ancient horrors and secret chambers and passageways what? of mystery and what? yeah, and you know giant three headed dogs and it has right next to a forest of giant spiders. We're gonna we're gonna build a new a nice new campus. Lame. Well, yes, I you know. That's the American in me. Right. <laughs> That's the. Hogwarts We're going to get sued by everyone.
1: <laughs> Hogwarts is in Scotland. I don't think. Is they, it? Yes.
0: It looks like Scotland. Yes. Yeah. It looks like the Scottish Highlands. I don't know if Highlands, but.
1: Mm.
0: But. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it looks like the place they go at the end of Skyfall, which is Scotland. I haven't seen that one. I know you haven't. You wouldn't like it. It's James Bond. hmm Well. Where are we headed next?
1: Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Harry Potter
0: and the Goblet of Fire. All right. So, in Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, you know, I don't really have much to go on there. It's a cup. They did a goblet.
1: Well, don't go necessarily just based off the title. Think about how this one ended. Think about where, just, you know, where things are.
0: In Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, Harry it gets stuck with the Dursleys and he doesn't make it to school at all through the whole semester. And, and he, he writes letters to his friends at Hogwarts and they write back and, uh, you get to see the scenes that they write about. But Harry is just sitting there in his room locked, um, and getting, and, um, listening to emo music. And, uh, boy, the, uh, the, zipped uh hoodies were all in in fashion yeah and this one weren't they uh-huh i was like man that is the most 2004 thing
1: and the jeans the the boot cut jeans like low-rise boot cut jeans yeah. that Emma Watson wears <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: I, I just really noticed the hoodies because that's that's mm-hmm. when those started to really be and d- does at one point the does he zip
1: it up angrily just like the most 13 <laughs> year old angsty thing i don't know yeah, I, I really like in this one that you, you start to see um, just some Teenage some angst. natural, yeah, like where he, at the very beginning, you know, he's angry, he storms out, he kicks his nightstand, uh, he packs up and he runs away from home. Yeah. Um, I just, I, I appreciate how, um, how J.K. Rowling and then how the filmmakers really let that stuff happen. And they didn't just keep making children's books and pretended that they would be children for forever yeah
0: yeah I you know I think for the most part everything was was firing on all cylinders in this movie the acting the filmmaking the um the the plot so yeah uh, it was it's was good i'm I'm looking forward to continuing on when we will see you next time for Harry Potter and the chariots of fire
1: nope <laughs> nope
0: Harry. Harry. Next time we'll be Harry goes done. to the Olympics, the Wizard Olympics, and and runs
1: mm. and wins
0: the gold medal. Mm. And the, and and the soundtrack I mean, is by Vangelis. I mean, I guess Angelis. that's closer. I don't really know. <laughs> oh, there's a Wizard Olympics. No, is there, there's a there's a there's a tournament for um, Quidditch. Um, he gets to use his his ultra fast broom, but then. But then Draco shows up with an even better broom again. And
1: there I think the fourth one is where we start where there are some things um, in one book, but it's in a different movie. Um, Okay. I think that starts with four, but though it may be five. And so I have to I get a little wonky, but we'll see. Yep.
0: Um, We'll see.